Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 through 12. Listen for the word of God. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he sat down, his, his disciples came to him. Then Jesus began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way, they persecuted the prophets who went before you. Those of you who are used to 40-minute sermons, don't panic. We don't do that here. Thanks be to God. In yeah, amen, exactly. In 1998, Ted Turner famously uh, wrote or, or quoted in um, Reader's Digest that Christianity was a religion of losers. Any religion that would lift up the meek and the merciful was surely to produce people who lost in life. Because that's not how you get ahead. The question is whether we believe the wisdom of Ted Turner or we believe the wisdom of Jesus who said, blessed are the peacemakers, blessed are the merciful, blessed are the pure in heart. And I want you to, to be aware that Jesus is speaking the indicative mode, not the imperative mode. He's not saying you need to be merciful, you need to be this. He's saying you are. Blessed are the merciful. They will see God. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Do we believe in a reality that is different? In Christianity, we call it the kingdom of God. In, in Buddhism, it's nirvana. It's, it's that sense of, of there is a different reality that is available right now. When we have right mindfulness and correct action and correct intention, Buddha's eightfold path is very similar to the Beatitudes in Christianity, the Sermon on the Mount. And I had high expectations at the beginning of the week doing an exposition on that, and to your great joy, I am not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Let the church say amen. 
But there is something very real that happens when people live in that other reality. If you have a chance to watch the meditation, this is sacred geometry. One of the, one of the fantastic things about the mandala is that if you look at this, you'd say, this is all right-brained, right? This is creative genius. But every line on this mandala corresponds to a sacred Buddhist text. And every time the monks do a line or they do a character, they are reciting to themselves the prayers and the liturgies and the scriptures that were taught by Buddha and his disciples. It's a connection of left and right brain. It's a connection of heart and mind. It's a connection of our lives. And when you watch them make this and you listen to them chant, you get transported away. And you live in a reality where you realize what Jesus meant. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. We have a choice in our lives. Which world we want to live in. Ted Turner, man, he made a lot of money. But do we want to view success by how much you can stick it to your neighbor? Get the best deal, even if it means, boy, someone's going to suffer. Because anything else is for losers, right? Jesus and Buddha, in this sense, are both losers. But what does that loss gain them? Only the kingdom of heaven and nirvana. Oh boy. <laughs> let's do, a, let's, let's do a, you know, weigh those two. We have a choice this day. One of the things I love about Judaism is it's choose this day. Choose this day who you will serve. Will you follow Buddha? Will you follow Jesus? Will you follow Moses? Will you follow a tradition that leads you deep into compassion and peace and joy? Or will you choose a path that outwardly makes you very materialistically happy? And then you realize inside you are empty. Which will we choose? I am so honored that for the fourth year, we have monks who come and bless our sanctuary and our church and our families and our community and our world simply by being who they are and doing what they do. There is a lot of discipline in being a monk, believe me. But when they stop their chanting, oh, I can't do it, I wish I could. Who, who the, that, that really deep. But the minute they stop, you just you look in their eyes and they just they twinkle and they sparkle. And there's something real because they're not just doing good deeds and inside you're thinking, when can I leave here? When can I get out of here and go home? It flows. 
from inside, from right intention, from right mind, from, from all of the things, from intention, purpose. That's what Jesus and Buddha are about. I, I would just, I mean, I would pay good money if we could get Jesus and Buddha together <laughs> and just listen to them hang out and talk. We could throw in Moses. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> Nick is saying, where's about Moses and Isaiah? All right, we'll throw them in too. All the great spiritual teachers are saying the same thing. Be compassionate. Be at home inside your life with right attitude, with joy, with peace. And be prepared for the fact that people are going to claim that you're a loser if you do. Blessed are you who are persecuted for my name's sake. It's going to happen. People are going to say, oh, those poor deluded monks. The Dalai Lama said to get the Chinese out of Tibet, if one Chinese has to suffer, the cost is too high. Think of that. Blessed are the pure of heart. And he's not saying be pure of heart. He's saying blessed are you who are, and you know who you are. It's kind of like Dan Rather and um, Walter Cronkite at the end of every broadcast said, and that's the way it is. Right? Blessed are you. Blessed are you. Oh, blessed is the one who is pure of heart, who is a peacemaker, who is filled with compassion. If we can do that together, if we can build this bridge together, we can change the world and let them know what the world and what true reality is. And that's good news. Amen.